What's up and welcome to Lunchtime in the Lab, your number one gambling podcast for quick picks now live on YouTube. Today is Tuesday, January 9th. Before we get into today's plays, let's take a look and see what we did yesterday. We didn't do fantastic. Um, unfortunately, a little bit of a a little bit of a frustrating stretch. I won't say it's um I mean losing a little bit. Uh, podcast still positive, obviously, uh, when you're following units and you're continuing to bet like we do, uh, you know, you're going to naturally survive like the, the down, you know, it's a peaks and valleys kind of thing. Gambling is unfortunately, uh, one and two day though, yesterday, uh, I'll tell you though, that the game did not go at all. Like what I thought I didn't think corn was going to run very well. Uh, and that Edwards dude, their backup, like, I mean, I couldn't believe that he I can't believe the way the first quarter went, to be honest. And then, like, it died down. But Penix was missing, I mean, just these, just the easiest shot, not shots, passes. Like, there was that one to Adunze where he was, like, wide open. I mean, like, that was a touchdown. Then, you know, of course, Michigan couldn't get a flag called on them to save their lives. And I'm not one of those, like, uh, all oh, the refs were cheating or nothing like that. Like I'm not, I've not, not once have I ever said that like anything's rigged or anything like that. I, I would just say that unfortunately there was a lot of calls missed on, you know, holding calls and stuff like that missed on Michigan. Then, you know, then on Washington, like they had that big to that Loveland or Lovelace or whatever, like the guy's name is, uh, you know, they had that big play clear hold like on the, on the replay. Uh, and then, you know, Washington had that big play to finally get going. And there was just like Penix just played outstanding against, um, the tech or against Texas. And then, you know, he was, he was dropping the ball 40 yards out in a, you know, a, a three by three, three foot window or something. And then he couldn't hit wide open players. Uh, I don't, I don't know if he was rattled or what, but the one win we did get was the, the Jalen Polk over three and a half receptions. We got that late, um, but um, you know that one. That one will get. That one got hit. You know, late in the drive. But you know, n- nothing. Uh, nothing like a, a late sweat or whatever. The Washington first quarter plus one and a half. I mean, we had a chance. They scored first. Washington marched down. Uh, and then they just kept running Dylan Johnson, and Dylan Johnson's hurt. You know, and it, it's just a liability, obviously, at that point. Um, and then he, you know, they run. Two runs, incompletion, they kick a field goal. Michigan just, you know, goes barreling down again. And, you know, obviously, like, we had a chance late. You know, same same thing, you know, again. Michigan uh, had that, that almost near pick six that, you know, put the game away. But Washington was in a spot where they could have tied it. Um, they ended up throwing that pick. And, you know, then there was they ended up scoring on the drive, but it was like a run, a run, a QB design run. I mean, like the play calling was, was dumb, you know, it was frustrating stuff, but we'll get into plays for today and hopefully we move on to some better stuff. It's, it is unfortunate to, to lose college football though. I don't have the tracker pulled up in front of me, but it was definitely one of the more profitable sports that we have for the podcast here. And certainly in like the paid discord that I have and everything, uh, you know, links in the description for that, that information or whatever. But, um, my wife's other worktop is in here. Worktop, laptop is in here. Work laptop. It keeps making noises if you hear that. 
Uh, but I got two props. I got college basketball. It's going to be basketball, basketball for a while. Obviously, when we get into like some, you know, Saturday, there's there's NFL. Sunday, there's NFL. Monday, I think there's NFL too, the way they have it split up. So it'll be a nice three-day stretch. You know, today we have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, Friday, we got, you know, NBA for a while. Like I always say, it's not like I don't, it's not like I don't enjoy betting it. It is that it is frustrating to bet on. You have, you know, the Kings and the Piston. Pistons, 11-point spread, likely a blowout. Timberwolves and Magic. You know, it should be a closer game. Blazers for Knicks, likely a blowout. It's a 12-point spread. Mavs versus the Grizzlies, likely a blowout. John Morant's out, you know, for the year. Mavs could run away with it. Uh, so there's, what's that, one, two, three, four. There's five games on the slate. Three of them are very likely to be blowouts and mess up props. Um, you know, so it's going to be rough. It's kind of rough slate. rough slate today, rough going. Uh, but the first play today is going to be... First play is going to be De'Aaron Fox points over 28 and a half. Uh, nice little buyback spot here. This is pretty consistent to where his line is. So the books haven't like really overreacted too much. I've certainly seen his line like in the 30s and so though too. Um, Fox is coming off a four point performance last game against the Pelicans. He shot one for 10, which obviously is just not very good. <laughs> uh I think, <coughs> excuse me, it's cough. It's worse today, I think. Uh, huge bounce back spot, though, for him today because he faces the Pistons who give up the second most points per game to the point guard position. They allow the second most points per game to the point guard, fifth most points overall this season, seventh highest three-point percentage, and the sixth highest field goal percentage. Uh, it's overall just a good scoring matchup for uh for Fox, you know, he it's a good spot for him to kind of figure it out. He hasn't been shooting very well. Um, the Pistons, of course, are, are one of the worst teams uh, ever. You know, what are they like three and 33 or something stupid like that? Uh, but they've been, a, a, you know, a, a little bit of like a tough out recently, you know, like in the last five games, they've lost by 17, 4, 6, 23, and they won by two. So it's they get blown out or they keep it within 10. If we keep this game within 10, De'Aaron Fox is going to get all his minutes. Uh, the Kings aren't great away. They're just 8-7. and seven, So they're just one game over 500, which isn't a fantastic uh, fantastic record. Uh, they haven't been shooting very well. And a lot of that goes hand-in-hand hand with, you know, Fox's bad performance that he's had recently. You know, the main concern would be the blowout. If you look at, you know, who performs for this Kings team, though, you know, De'Aaron Fox averages like 28 points per game. The next highest is Sabonis at 18, uh, who I think is going to have a pretty tough matchup against Duran. Duran's been a beast. You know, he, he's been crashing the boards really well, you know, offensive and defensively. I don't know if Sabonis gets a whole lot going on. And then after that, I mean, you have Keegan Murray, but uh, he relies pretty heavily on the three ball. But we see, you know, Detroit gives that up a lot. It just really depends. But I think if we're going to have a blowout, it's going to be because De'Aaron Fox is hot. You know, so like there's a huge concern about a blowout in this game. Um, and my next and I have another prop in this game, actually, on the other team. But I think this is going to be a closer game because the Kings just have not been playing fantastic. Uh, maybe the Pistons eventually turn around. Pistons are without Cade Cunningham, though, uh, which is going to change some things, maybe. But if they can keep it close, De'Aaron Fox, I think, is going to get his points. First play is going to be, you know, De'Aaron Fox over 20 and a half. The next one, <coughs> the next one is going to be uh, Jaden Ivey 
points plus assists over 21 and a half. Uh, I see, uh, it looks like this one's become a little popular, unfortunately. Um, but you know, popular plays can still hit too. You know, I like to go through and kind of do my research in the morning. It starts at seven o'clock, seven 30. When my wife gets up for work, I, I, I lay in bed until the baby wakes up and sleeps in our room still, obviously. Cause he's, you know, he's super small. Um, start doing some research, try to start looking at some things and, you know, a big trend that we can see here is that when Kate is out, um, IBC is a much higher usage rate and obviously a higher minutes when Kate isn't on the floor. Uh, this is the first game this year when he hasn't been in, uh, you know, full game where, you know, Ivy's going to be starting. Um, and he's just dominated this line without Cade. He's over an eight of his last 10, but those two misses were at 20 and 19 PA combined. Uh, last season without Cade, he was over this in 20 to 26 games, like a 77% hit rate. Guards versus the Kings, you know, recently McCollum's been at 34, quickly 28, Suggs 28, Rozier 40. So they've allowed guards to be able to, you know, have success. Um, and like I said, there's a potential for him to play big minutes if they can keep it close. I think I still have outlier pulled up. Um, so in his last 10 games without Cade, he's he's played 36, 42, 42, 37, 30, 35, 31, 31, 41, 30. So he's gone over 30 in every single game so if i take this off and then look at just his last 10 he's broke 33 times he's broke 33 times in the last 10 games with or without you know Cade. well it was with Cade. uh guess what happened he went over when he was over 30 minutes he has 31 pa 30 and 26 you know it just it just makes sense and i think i can go in here this way the outlier is so good i can go in here and go 30 minutes so if he's played at least 30 minutes in the last 10 games of him playing 30 minutes he's over this seven out of the last 10 70 percent so if he's gonna see a minute increase because Cade cunningham's on the floor the kings haven't been playing fantastic if they can keep this within like 10 points i think we'll be all right if he's going to be the dominant you know points getter uh facilitator whatever with Cade being out uh i'm not really worried about what's his face Kill, whatever hayes uh you know ivy i think is going to be the main guy um he could have this by near halftime i've seen De'Aaron fox have his points by halftime so you know playing the early game here uh my you know my wife back in the, the swing of things and me getting back up at 7 o'clock instead of 8.30 or whatever and naturally waking up, uh, I might not be betting on a lot of these 10 o'clock games anymore. Very lastly, going into college basketball, I have a little more of a write-up on this one. I'm going to roll with Purdue minus 7.5 versus Nebraska. Um, I will say that um while I'm rambling here, I'm going to I wanted to double-check. Of course, this is a 9 o'clock game and like, who knows? Like, I'll probably still be. I want to make sure line that move. Minus seven and a half here for Purdue, minus 110. Solid line here, I think. We have Purdue. Um, we have Purdue minus seven and a half. I don't love taking a decent sized away favorite, but I think this is the right spot, to be honest. Uh, you have number one Purdue, who's 14 and one, going against unranked nebraska who's 12 and yeah has a 12 and 3 record 
Nebraska does not have anyone to match up with, you know, Purdue's bigs. Uh, the guy's a monster, you know, X-Factor in all the games. Purdue has the third highest rated strength of schedule with the 13th highest non-conference schedule. But yet they're 14-1 and one and they dominate their matchups. Uh, so to repeat, they're 14-1, and one, one of the highest ranked teams, and they have the third highest strength of schedule and the 13th highest non-conference conference strength of schedule when you look at nebraska i think they're fraudulent they have the 230th ranked strength of schedule and 353 ranked non-conference schedule they've only played two ranked teams guess what happened they lost both of those games by an average of 22 and a half points Purdue has the 11th highest margin of victory in their games despite playing a much tougher schedule with an average win of 17 and a half. Kim Palm has this as a nine-point Purdue win, so it's nice to have a little bit of value. Kim Palm is like $20 for a year. Um, it takes a while to actually like figure out what the hell you're looking at, but it's, it's pretty useful to see like those uh, adjusted offensive efficiencies and everything like that. So, uh, well, to recap or whatever, Nebraska's schedule does not match their talent level. I'm not saying it's like a cupcake schedule, but Purdue is a better team. They're seasoned. They've played higher opponents. I don't love that they're away. That can be a little difficult, but I see a double digit, a 10 point win or something along those lines. Even if it's an eight point win, obviously we still cash. We're going to ride that minus seven and a half. Um, so to recap here, yeah, right. To recap here, and then, uh, you know, a reminder, the people on, uh, you know, audio here, doing my best to not respond to some of the comments. Uh, you know, the people on YouTube, if you're still there, I'll get to you here in a second uh, without, you know, dragging on the, uh, the, the, the Spotify, Apple listeners, whatever. Those people listening to just the Apple version, if you're interested in the, the video version, it's just YouTube.com at lunchtime in the lab. And you can see the beforehand and the afters as I ask, you know, questions before and after or whatever. Uh, but to recap here. January 9th, 2024 for lunchtime in the lab. We have Fox points over 28 and a half. Jalen Ivy points plus assists over 21 and a half. And we're right in Purdue minus seven and a half versus Nebraska. That's the three plays that we have for today's episode. As always, I am your host, Jort. Lunchtime in the lab. We brought to you every day. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on all social medias and if you want to get the full version of the podcast here or, uh, you know, video version of it, you can check it out on YouTube at lunchtime in the lab, youtube.com slash lunchtime in the lab. I will see you guys tomorrow. Hopefully we're at the pay window. Not, uh, you know, we'll move on. Let's get a positive day and see what we can do to, you know, continue to move on messing with this NBA slate. That's been a little ugly and, uh, you know, we'll snap back tomorrow and hopefully we have a better, uh, a better look at some things here. Chase the bay.